All right, well, I guess we can go ahead and get started. I've got everything posted now, which should have happened before I was like, whatever, doesn't matter. And we're gonna be off by nine tonight. We're doing good. We've got one topic that we're gonna talk about and you're gonna be on time for your stream, damn it. So <laughs> welcome everybody to the Games Guilds. Uh, I am joined with my co-host here, Lady Rebellion. And to tonight we are going to be talking about New Worlds. So we've got the... I need a new co-host. Anybody want to jump on it? <laughs> I'm actually just those like those musicians in the background of like talk shows, you know, that are just like kind of do a little jig every time the commercial break comes over, you know. Oh God. <laughs> you know, it's progressively getting worse. <laughs> Would you rather I sing or beat bop? I'm a Pretty, scat man. I was going to say, that's scatting. That's not... <laughs> never mind. We're not going to get into it. Anyways. <laughs> um, so, yeah. We, we've got 10 days. I think that's what I have on my thing back here. 10 days until yep. New World comes out. Um, and I know that we are doing something the day after. Uh, just because my work got super busy. So, I can only take one of the days off. Um, Which is probably for the best. Because you know launch days. Yeah, I'm hoping that, you know, they'll have all of that stuff sorted out and we can, you know, get on and kind of pick our server and stuff like that. You know, we'll, we'll have time for the game to kind of settle a little bit before we jump in, hopefully. A little bit, yeah, a little, little bit. And if it ends up being, you know, crazy, I mean, we've got it forever now, so. Very true. <laughs> well, it's like another couple days of waiting, you know? We've been waiting for so long. <laughs> I know, I'm hoping... Like, cause I did my pre-order through, through Amazon. Um, cause through my work, I get Amazon gift cards every once in a while. And I happen to have enough to just buy the damn game. So cool. Nice. Um, so I'm hoping that I get the code for it like a day ahead of time or something so that I can preload it. I don't know how yeah. that's going to end up working, but. Yeah, we'll I don't see. know. I haven't, I haven't pre-ordered myself, but mostly, I mean, I don't know. I, I figured I'll wait. And if there is like any places that are like giving different pre-order bonuses or something i don't know like i'll see but generally i'm trying not to pre-order things anymore <laughs> generally like okay so i'm i'm very much in agreement with that i i don't normally pre-order things i think the reason why this was different is because i was able to get my hands on it and actually try it before pre-ordering because i didn't pre-order right. until after the the closed beta um because mm -hmm. you had gotten an extra code through some kind of wizardry and got me in <laughs> so gg baby uh, so I, I was able to actually get my hands on and try the game and and like i know that it's going to be something that i'm going to enjoy and i want like i feel like most of the time pre-ordering like if you're pre-ordering cod or something like that you're supporting their bs that, that's going on you know like mm -hmm. not uh, separate from activision like just the the like every year the pre-order bonuses get more stupid and the like more skirting the line of pay to win and um you know the platform exclusive stuff that they did like where what was it was it modern warfare or was it cold war that had basically an entire year of a specific game mode sectioned off for playstation i think it was modern warfare say it was cold war and i say that because i want to say it was something about zombies that was locked off mm -mm. And I remember so then that means that they did it again it was already 
There was already not a lot of zombies content anyway. So then it was like, oh, well, now it's just locked down. Like, no, because what I was thinking of was there it was, I think it was called Spec Ops or like, oh, oh, the weird like co op. I mean, sh shit. Like, <laughs> if anyone yeah, wants to play that anyway, but you yeah, say that, but a lot of people like, got upset because apparently, like, again, uh, to be crystal clear, I have not like actually played a COD game since Modern Warfare 3. Um, yeah, right. You know, right. so I, I'm yeah. taking all of this with, you know, secondhand knowledge. But a lot of people got upset with it because they said in previous Call of Duty games, for those people that do like PvE content, that was a really good, like, those were some really good, fun things to play as, you know, play with friends. Right. So I mean, it, it just sucks in general. Like, yeah. it doesn't even matter what it is. Just the fact that it was locked down is bullshit. Yeah. But anyway, I don't know. We're, <laughs> we're getting all kinds of <laughs> yeah. all over the place. But either so, way, no, I, I completely agree. The fact that I have been able to play New World, like, three betas and a tech test at this point, it's like, I think I know by now what I'm going to be getting at launch. Yeah. Even if it is way more than all of that, it's that's still just like cherries on top because yeah, know, what I just played in the beta was enough. <laughs> so, exactly, like anything, anything above what I've already played. Like I, I guess it's a weird thing because I've already put like just between the first, the closed beta and the open beta that they just did, I've put a little over eighty hours into the game already. So I've already gotten my forty dollars worth. <laughs> you know, I, I'm like, yeah, okay, here, thank you. <laughs> you know, right, exactly. It's kind of like the thing that I always say about like free to play games, where you don't te technically have to spend anything, but uh, if you play the game enough, I feel like the developers should get something back from you. Oh yeah, like, you know, just a little, little bit of a kickback to be like, hey, thanks for all the content, and that's essentially I, what that was. <laughs> I did that. You being like, thanks for the eighty hours already. Yeah, <laughs> I did that. dollars once with Fortnite. I bought one battle pass for Fortnite back when mm -hmm. when it when I enjoyed it, um, yeah. and then I also did the same thing with Warframe because I put something like five or six hundred hours into Warframe. And I was like, okay, you know what? Screw it. Uh, I'm, I'm buying something. And, and it's funny because Warframe is a game that kind of actively discourages you from buying things just because you can earn everything in the game. Mm -hmm. But I figured, you know, like, like you said, you know, I've already put gotten this many hours of enjoyment. I might as well support them, you know, and, and right. I'm glad exactly. that I did. If, you, if it's so. a game you like, then there's nothing mm -hmm. wrong with supporting it, even if it is like... You know, cosmetics and stuff like that. You know, uh, Tarkov, one hundred and fifty dollars. Oh God! Well, okay, that's that's literally to just even play the game competently, like have enough storage space to even like, you know, go go into a map and come out of it and not feel like you have to sell everything. Yeah, that's that's a whole other problem. But we'll we'll get into that some other time, I'm sure. But um, yep. But yeah, I think so our next I, episode I totally might agree. actually be on Tarkov because there's some pretty big changes coming, and. Yeah. I'm really, I'm getting really excited about the game again. So, uh, I'm I'm gonna go back to it probably yeah. after I finished Eastward, but we'll we'll see. Mm -hmm. But right. um, I figure. So, what I kind of want to do tonight, I, I've got a couple of things kind of preloaded here for us to be able to go through, and I, I've sent you all the links for them. What I'd like to do is there. I, I want us to kind of talk through what we're hoping to see from New Worlds. Uh, we've like like we both said we've we've gotten a fair amount of hours into the game already, so we know a decent amount of what content is already in the game. But I guess what content will we like to see? You know, from you know 
end game like you know type stuff raids pvp all that kind of stuff like what direction we'd like to see them go um so I, i'd like to talk a little bit about you know some of the potential microtransactions and stuff that are in it i know you have a very strong opinion on some of it um you know we so I, i'd like to talk a little bit about that and then I'd, I'd like, I, I figured like kind of while we're talking, I'll have some of the gameplay and stuff up. Um, it's not my own gameplay. I want to say that it's, there's, uh, one is from Game Rant, one is from, and the, the other two are from IGN. Um, and then I figure we can also put the trailer up at some point and kind of see if what they're advertising feels like an accurate representation of the game to us, if that makes sense. Makes sense. Okay, cool. So... Um, I think the first thing that I'd like to go through, um, I sent you an article, um, and let me get it pulled up. It's basically something that talks about, where did my mouse go? Um, okay, so basically what it's doing is it's talking about 10 different things that kind of separate um, New World from other MMOs. Now, a lot of it is fluff, you know, it's, it, a lot of it is stuff that, you know, kind of, I guess everybody kind of assumes, if that makes sense, and like, it's not really that different, but there are some things on here that I think are worth, you know, talking about. Mm -hmm. um, so the first is the visuals of the game. Now, you are just... it, it is a truly stunning game. Well, and especially since we have been playing ESO lately, right? Elder Scrolls mm -hmm. Online. Um, we're trying to get our MMO fix elsewhere while we yes. wait for this game to come <laughs> out, right? Um, and honestly, between going from that to the betas, it is, it's drastic, man. ESO shows its age. Been out. It's yeah. been out for a bit. Yeah. It's, it came it's out, what, 2014? Like, oranges. like, you can't, I mean, what are you going to do? You know, I'm sure, like, at some point they could pull a World of Warcraft and actually, like, replace textures and stuff, but that's very time consuming and difficult to do. And so it's like, you know, I don't, I don't bash ESO for that at all. It's just something that I have sort of noticed and maybe is also why I've been appreciating the graphics in uh, new world more is it's just like, it's really nice to be able to actually just like see an MMO that truly feels and looks like real life. Yeah. Um, it's a lot more immersive in that respect. And I don't even really have that good of a rig, and it's still able to output at least like high graphics, and that's still good enough to really get a feel for it. I can only imagine how it looks with like crazy, you know, high like maximum graphics on 4K and all that stuff. I bet it looks just absolutely unreal. Um, well, but it's it's exactly what we like have come to expect with new releases, but not necessarily MMOs. Like, there's never yeah. really truly been another MMO that like quite looks like this or like tries to be as hyper realistic as this yeah um, you get I, your you know your war warcrafts are a little more cartoony you got eso which looked really good back in the day you know but it's kind ESO of eso like looks like an Skyrim elder scrolls look. game it exactly. looks like an elder scrolls game like it knows it's what it is Bethesda. it knows what it's trying to be. exactly <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, you know I, I i definitely agree i don't here's the thing i don't know if i would agree in saying that new world is going for like a hyper realistic it's very stylized but in, it's in a way yeah it just like i guess it's the most realistic that i have seen yet especially yeah. because as we kind of go down to like there's a part in this article that also talks about the fact that there's not a lot of like magic 
in this game. Yeah. You have That's... magical items, but not actual like magic. The only real magic you're doing is like when you're teleporting. That's like the only thing I can really think of, like where you'd have a staff and you use it and you teleport. Um, so that's another switch up. That's almost kind of like why it feels so realistic to me. It almost feels like a survival game to a certain degree because it's like you're running around, you're crafting, you're you're knocking down trees and stuff, and it's just like as if you just like ran through a regular old forest and you're not getting like all this crazy wackadoo stuff. Occasionally, you will come across the. Uh, Oh, I don't remember what they call it, but it was like those those red areas with all the little like zombie goobers running around. Like you'll you'll see that stuff, and you'll mm -hmm. kind of be reminded, like, oh yeah, I'm in a video game. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, I mean, I think they just it's very seamless and it looks really good. Like yeah. compared to you know actual real life, whoever they hired for environment is like they need a raise. <laughs> I I agree, and I one peg did a video um like when he first. So those of you that don't know, one peg is uh primarily an escape from tarkov content creator um he does you know the newsy news episodes where he covers you know patch notes and stuff like that but um when new worlds came out new world kind of came out the or the the closed beta not the one that recently happened but the one that was back in uh end of july early august i, I think it was it was like the first couple of weeks of august if i remember correctly it came out at kind of like the perfect time where Tarkov was starting to, to get stale for a lot of people. And a lot of those Tarkov content creators came over and jumped into New World as just kind of like a change of pace. And he fell in love with the game. And mm -hmm. like one of the main things that he talked about, because we're talking about the environmental stuff, is the sound design of the game. It yeah. is probably one of the best sounding MMOs. Like... It doesn't constantly feel cluttered with sound. Yeah, like people it, aren't going like pew pew every two seconds. Like <laughs> yeah, and, and I think yeah. part of that goes back to the fact that there is no magic in the game. Like like you right. said, there are, there are magical weapons, but there's not like pure magic in the game. There's lore reasons behind why certain things are able to do things in a tournament. Um, right. You're but not these people who like trying to like heal themselves with like spells and stuff like you actually like are drinking potions eating bread you know it's like yeah it, it, it's not just constant bombardment sometimes when you go into like a, a town maybe you see and hear a lot more but that also is kind of it's it, it kind of that makes, makes the world feel alive exactly when you actually see a lot of people around you in a big bustling town and you're hearing a lot of sounds like that makes sense and as soon as you walk out and go out into the into the environment it's just like all of a sudden it's just like a hush and it's like everything is so much more chill all of a sudden yeah. just like real life you know it's like it's it's really cool the way they have created this atmosphere mm -hmm. i guess um, that's a really cool. great way to put it and i think that that also helps you know because the the combat is primarily melee and, and like kind of rooted in reality uh, I mean, obviously, there's some range combat and stuff as well, but like it, it, everything feels like it has an impact. Like you, if you get hit by something, your character feels it, and the sound design is built in a way where you're going to kind of feel that impact as well. Um, right. I actually think that's part of the reason why I'm really enjoying the the Warhammer is just because one of the the attacks sounds is one of the attacks just has this like iron like. Um, like uh, imagine hitting one of those big old church bells uh -huh. like just with that big satisfying like dong that's right. what it sounds like when you crack down with this thing 
And yeah, it's man. it's it feels good when you use it. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Everything sounds like exactly the way you would like expect. It doesn't seem very overly like you know, it's like Yeah. It's like, oh I hit him with my sword, ting, you know, that's it. <laughs> yeah, nothing is exaggerated. No, nothing is exaggerated in my opinion. I mean, not mm-hmm. overly exaggerated, I should say, but nothing. But everything has its place. Uh-huh. You know, like yeah, everything is designed to work together. Stuff, yeah, yeah. I think even the uh, and I, I'll go on a, like a tiny, tiny tangent here, but I was on the Reddit of New World and someone was talking about how they wanted more options for the customization because that's that's the biggest like MMO problem, right? Everyone yeah. wants like a million customizations and stuff because you want to make it look and feel like you're you're in the world it's you it's your character um but at the same time like i don't know i don't i don't like the lack of like customization per se but they were more going for the fact that you can't actually make someone distinctively female like you can have there's a you know a curvy character model and then a male like flat chested you know not as curvy model but they don't even call them like male and female it kind of comes off as like them trying to sort of androgenize everything like Mm -hmm. everyone can wear every item if you're like the quote-unquote dude body you can still put on the dress if you want to like it's kind of like you just do and wear whatever and the simplicity of it in a way i'm almost like okay with like i'm sure they will still add more customization as we go uh maybe even at release but I it's hope like, that they they do. really do just pull they pull back even with the the outfits that you wear it's very colonial looking it's very conquistador looking like it's yeah. not super crazy now you do get into some of the things like twitch drops and yeah. the one that we have gotten so far is like two that we've gotten gold and white thing I don't yeah I don't remember. I don't remember the other one or if I even got it, but I do remember getting the gold one. And that one's like, that's most like the most outrageous looking thing I've seen. So I've, far. I think so, if there is cosmetics, it's going to be like that, where you're going to be looking very out there amongst this like sea of like saniness, you know? Yeah. And I, so one, one thing I can say is like when I went to, we talked a little bit about um, kind of the world. Cause I was telling you about, uh, I believe it's the even scale reach, which is the the Asian inspired uh, area in the game. Like the 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 whole city looks like you took it out of like Taiwan and just dropped it into New World. It's gorgeous. Yeah, that area I found a, like when I was walking around, there were a ton of people that did not look like me. Yeah. So yeah. I do think a lot of the a, a lot of the end game stuff. It, like, sets you apart. And, like, right. each faction has their own style as well, which I really like. Like, the the Syndicate, which is... That's true. Clearly, with all the purple and everything, is what we are going to be. It is, yeah. you know... We're, plus, I mean, reading their description, they're the coolest ones. Don't at me. Um, yeah, like, they're, like, thievey, magey type dudes. They're not even thievey. They're scientists. Yeah, like, I, I don't know. They're, they're like, they're, they're so, like, subdued, you know? Like, quiet. But... But yeah, it's like, I, I think They're, especially in the beginning, we're always going to run into the problem of like, everyone's wearing the same armor and blah, blah, blah. But yeah. at the same time, like, I'm just, I'm trying to say that like, like, don't worry about it. Cause I, I think there will be ways to stand out, like, you know, further down the line in the game, like right now, or even in and the there, future when you have cosmetics and stuff, but it's they like, already, overall, it's just a simplicity that kind of, it, it, 
it helps my brain you yeah. know sometimes they, you go into mmos especially like ones that are like like you know like final fantasy let's like let's just pick on them for a second i mean you're talking like crazy looking outfits constantly everyone all bunched up and you're just looking like i like i like the circus or something i mean it's like sometimes it's just a lot yeah i one thing i will say is like there's already the the makings of a transmog system in the game Mm -hmm. So you're already the going to be able, system. yeah, it's very similar to ESO, which I'm 100% right. fine with, uh, especially yeah, since crafting is so important in new worlds. That's a hangover of the, of the fact that it was originally designed to be a survival game, not an MMO. It was originally, my understanding was going to be something more similar to like rust, uh, when they were first outlining it and they play tested it, people hated it. But they loved the environment so much that they kept that and started working towards, you know, something else. And that's that's where what we now understand as New World came from. Um, right. So, there, but there's already going to be like transmog systems and stuff in the game. The customization that I'm hoping is more expanded is the character creation itself. I'm a-okay yeah. with them leaving everything androgynous. You know, yeah. that's one thing that I think Cyberpunk did really well is that you know i mean obviously i don't want you to you know pick your genitals in in new world but i, I do yeah. like the fact that every every character can have any hairstyle that you want you know it doesn't matter what the Facial hell you hair. are yeah. because like, that that normalizes it well, exactly and, and i love that um uh, but yeah, i do but hope that we see more options you know coming yeah. at some point hell we may even see you know i'm sure down the line in the game we may see you know barber shops or something like that where you can go and change your hairstyle and stuff like that i know world of warcraft right. did that and um I, I actually don't think eso does have that now that i'm thinking um, about it if they do i don't think i've ever really i mean they have like tokens for you to do that with but like just to be able to like walk around i think that is part of sort of their monetary model probably is like they want you to buy the tokens to change your your appearance instead of being able to just walk over to a barber Stop. and i mean with amazon being amazon something like that could also exist in this game too could. it's one of those things where they i mean they do warn you at the beginning too they're like you can't change this yeah. <laughs> so if you want to look like this you can't change it but it may change i mean you know and we'll see. I, I know that that's something that they talked about um i don't I'm looking for it here. I know there's a bit here in this article. I just don't remember exactly where it is. Um, where they talk about how Amazon has said that the game is, is like there, there's not a monthly subscription with it. You know, so it's it's right. buy once, you know, pay forever. There will be microtransactions in the game, right. but it will not be pay to win. So there's definitely going to be cosmetic microtransactions. I could even see there yes. being some kind of quality of life microtransactions. Um, yeah. Now, as Buying long as that, like as of, you know. Yeah. Now, as long as that doesn't go, as long as they're not hindering the experience of people that don't put money in, I'm okay with that. And right, it, like that's kind of the ESO thing, right? It's like with let's say like bag space. It's like mm -hmm. they created the problem where. You either have to grind for backspace by buying it in the game, or you just get like something like ESO Plus, and then suddenly you have infinite backspace. It's like, it's it's a worse problem when they create the issue and then give you the fix, but the fix is a either a grind or pay for option. You know, Agreed. like 
that's the kind of thing that I really dislike. It's one of the things that I think like ESO, it's one of the few failings of ESO, I think, is that they do cause like more problems just to be able to give you a, a reason to actually get their like paid models. Yeah. So hopefully, like I said, hopefully there's not a trade-off there, but I do agree that that's probably the biggest, um, the biggest like kind of question mark to me right now is how they're going to monetize the game post-launch. Um, obviously I'm expecting yeah. there to be expansion packs, you know, down the line. Every MMO has that. Um, and yeah. I'm completely fine with that. It's whatever yeah. I want to uh, see what their cash shop is going to look like because keep in mind this game is also forty dollars rather than sixty, and I think it's probably worth sixty. They could have sold this game for sixty, but they're choosing to sell it for forty. Right. Yeah, and, and that's a good point. And it is kind of like, hmm, because um, because I want to say like I'm wondering if that's a strategic thing for like like world of warcraft specifically to get an expansion is about 40 dollars unless you get like the the extra deluxe one that gives you some other benefits same um, with eso eso yeah, they're so they're like full-on expansions are 40 yeah so it's kind of like if we do get expansions in the future maybe they'll follow the same sort of model like 40 bucks each time I although so. i would think at that point i mean because we're gonna get a pretty decent sized world for $40 from the get-go what are these expansions gonna look like you know yeah. like are they gonna be huge ass like other islands like what are we talking exactly so I don't know or or they go the opposite where it's like maybe they you know they chunk it out into more of like separate DLCs and then you kind of just open up like tinier areas for maybe $20 instead of 40 I don't maybe know. I, it, I it is something I, interesting to think about for them like they they have a lot of opportunities and we already know from like leaks and stuff that there is there are parts of the world that like exist but just haven't actually been like shown yet so we know that they're planning on like expanding it's just yeah. like a question of are they going to charge for it or is it going to be stuff that's all included that's a good question um i, I would rather Personally, I would rather them follow the World of Warcraft model with that, not the ESO one. Um, yeah. I would rather, or, or, yeah, like the World of Warcraft where you buy an expansion and you have the content that comes during that expansion cycle. Yeah. Because one, it, I, it Destiny 2 does this, and so does ESO, and they both frustrate the shit out of me. With, the uh, like, Destiny 2 has their the seasons, which have their own sliced-off content that like like different uh like strikes and quests and items and all that kind of stuff that you can only get if you have that eso does the same thing where there's certain quest lines that you can only get if you buy this one particular obscure dlc or there's you know sp there's even specific dungeons and stuff that you can't go into without that and it, if i've bought the expansion i feel like i should be getting the content from that expansion yeah, it's it's like, do you get just like the whole pie or a piece, or yeah. like, can you work up the pieces to create the whole pie? Or like, yeah, it's like, pick um, one. I I see it both ways, I guess, because you know, I, all in all, I just like to be able to like own my content. Like first and yeah. foremost, it, it should not be a subscription based like sort of thing where you know you have to keep paying for something in order to get access to something. If I'm gonna buy it, I want it to be there forever. Um. But I do agree that, like, piecemealing it out, uh, like, the ESO way that it does, um, it can be it can be kind of difficult. 
because then yeah once again it's fading into that but then you want thieves guild well now you got to buy a different tinier chunk that has like no connection to anything else like let's look at it right now they they just had the blackwood expansion come out a full expansion uh big new zone and all that kind of stuff that was in july they've already released additional dlc for that like a, a whole different uh uh like dungeon and everything that ex- that continues right. the story from Blackwood. Mm-hmm. That's a separate cost. So if you've already bought Blackwood, you still don't have the full expansion. Right, and, and in that's... that way, again, I think ESO is causing the problem and then offering yes. the solution. ESO They're... plus <laughs> exactly. That's one hundred percent what's happening, and I I hate it. So I, I hope because that then that, at that doesn't point, it's happen. Wow, I mean, because exactly you're thinking, like. You buy the expansion, but then in order to like keep on like playing that same sort of like content, you gotta pay monthly essentially, or buy it outright. But like easy, it's always just easier just to have a monthly sub and then forget about it and have all of the content in your fingertips. Um, yeah. I do think that's really it is kind of strange, it is kind of weird, but it also just kind of you know makes me think that's that's coming more from greed than anything else. Some of the stuff that's in there, like I can kind of understand not wanting to charge such a huge amount like for certain things like a whole area sure and it should be all inclusive with everything that happens in those areas but for like little things like say you just want a tiny little piece where you know say like the werewolf stuff was a separate thing or something you had to pay for it's like um you know that may not fit within the general lore of what the expansions were and it's it's cheap you know it's like oh i'm just playing eso i'm done with the base game i just want a little extra some some and instead of paying 40 dollars for a whole expansion maybe i just drop like 10 bucks and get like another little 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 tiny area or like a a different guild to join or something like that i know so it's it's kind of like in a way it could be considered more like consumer friendly but at the same time you're right the expansions if there's any kind of dlc tied to them lore wise story wise area wise they should be all included um and you shouldn't have to buy a deluxe edition to make that happen either i don't know if that exists but maybe yeah um, collector's kind of edition like which instead of thing or something yeah which instead of 40 dollars is 70 dollars, and that right. comes with like any dlc that's part of that cycle yeah, so. so you know that that's not what happens in WoW. You know, like in WoW, you pay the forty bucks, and like you said, for however long that expansion is still going until the next one, like they just keep releasing stuff within that expansion. You do yeah. have to pay per month, though. So again, it's there's like, a trade off. Everyone's coming up, yeah. Everyone's coming up with different ways to do this. So that's why that's where New World can kind of step in and figure out like what what works for them, yeah. the kind of payment model. They're already showing. That they don't want to do a subscription, uh, so that probably that basically tells me that like okay, they're gonna want you to just sort of buy everything piecemeal as it comes out. Um, I don't know what kind of stuff is gonna be included, like in yeah. that base forty dollar price, because like I said, with forty dollars we've already gotten a lot. <laughs> yeah, so there's already a lot there. Is so gonna have to give me a lot. <laughs> so I guess we'll we'll see. I mean, I know. Mm-hmm that's probably the biggest question mark for me is you know what what kind of expansions what kind of post-launch content are we going to see i'm still happy with my purchase though because like i said i already feel like i've gotten 40 dollars worth of content out of the game and i haven't even played it on launch yet so 
Like, oh yeah, I'll be... you will like for sure. Like there is so much there already. Um, and it sounds like it's gonna take you a decent amount of time to even get through the base content, let alone extra. I mean, I think that's also why they haven't really talked about it much because they're like, yeah. "Bro, I'm just trying to get out this game." It's a exactly. <laughs> it's know? a beta right now. I don't expect them to have all of their end game content in the game mm -hmm. during the beta. Like that's that's dumb. Yeah. Anybody that expects that, I'm sorry, say, you're hey, dumb. We're not <laughs> we're not doing subs, but like maybe they don't have an answer yet they haven't like really planned like all the extra content because at the moment they're just trying to launch the game in a in a state that works yeah i mean and, i think uh, back makes, to make sure people enjoy it i mean think about like destiny and the division and stuff like that day one raids weren't in the game it was like yeah. a month or so after launch that they started adding the raids in because you're not gonna be high enough level to do the damn raid day one you know? <laughs> yeah exactly it's like why even why even worry about it yeah um there's plenty you have plenty of time like i know there are people who just like you know complete like nerd out and like 24 hours later they're max level or something but for like a casual gamer you're gonna have plenty of time to get through you know all of the stuff and level up and everything else um my only concern really is is what we got gonna be fun enough to continue on to max level uh is it gonna start feeling incredibly samey once you get like maybe halfway there is it gonna be worth it to get to max level there are certain things that are gated like uh the the outpost rush mode um which is supposed to be for just uh end game but i yeah. don't know they may decide to change that i don't know i kind of wish they would just to give us more to do but um because you know like you brought up destiny i mean destiny has a bunch of different like pvp modes and stuff that you can do regardless of what level you are um world of warcraft i mean has like battlegrounds and things like that ESO has battlegrounds and stuff i mean there's like there's different things and obviously outpost rush is very different from things like you know battlegrounds and whatnot like just straight pvp it's supposed yeah. to be more of like an actual mode but um but yeah, that's the only thing that I've kind of been, me and a lot of other people have been kind of wondering, especially considering the fact that you can only have, what, two weapons? And then two. those two weapons have yeah. three skills that you that you can use. You can unlock more than three, but they only have, like, I think maybe... You can only, yeah, you can, on, you can only slot three at a time, so... Right, so it's like, you know, you're, you're basically dealing with the same, you know, maybe six total skills overall... If you'd like those weapons, you could decide to try something else out and level that up too. But let's just say I stick with two weapons, you know, a gun and a spear. Is that going to be like, you know, enough? Is Are the dungeons or the areas or the quests going to be like enough to really satiate me? Because a lot of people prefer to be, for it to be a little bit more involved with the actual combat. They're yeah. not necessarily looking for something that's like gonna be re a really interesting story or whatever you know it's like a lot of people are just more combat based um and that's the only part that sort of worries me is like is it gonna feel like a a slog just using the same weapons over and over and over again um and how long does it actually take to level them up all the way is there like skills at the bottom that are like really worthwhile that you make you what makes you want to grind for them I think that's, it, those are all, the grind. <laughs> yeah. I think those are all very fair questions. Um, I know it, you, it is designed around kind of essentially having six skills slotted and, and constantly flipping between the two weapons so that you've got, 
uh, you're constantly using those. And I've, I've got some, some gameplay kind of up on the screen right now, which is uh, the first of the, the expeditions, which are basically the dungeons, unlocks around level 20-ish um, for you. And so speaking about the skills, I know from my experience, every skill tree at the, the, at the very bottom has a passive that basically augments one of your primary skills and changes it up a lot to where like it's worth grinding for like if, if i remember correctly for the one-handed axe there was a berserk skill that basically made you like turn into a to, to a vampire essentially and being able to you know lifesteal off of people and, and all kinds of stuff um, the rapier has, uh, like where you're, you're building up rend damage and stuff like that so that you're constantly stacking damage over time. And, and there's a lot more that kind of goes into it. Um, I, I know from my experience as well, it took me, so in the, the first beta, it took me about 30 to 40 hours somewhere in there to hit level. I, I think I got made it up to like 28 or 29, something like that. Um, and to be completely fair, a lot of that time that I was playing, I was spending with crafting and I was I was doing right. like leveling up my factions and stuff like that. I wasn't really putting time into leveling the character. Leveling. Yeah. Which is to be expected. I mean that's that's like a typical player, right? That's not yeah. someone who's like, you know, maybe a I'm not rushing you know, trying to max out as quickly as possible. Yeah, I'm not rushing to end game at that point. I'm trying to go through a natural progression and see what the, right. the game is gonna feel like. Um for me, the grind never got stale because there was always something that I can be working towards. If I don't feel like leveling up, it, like if I don't feel like working on grinding out one of these weapons right now and working on those skills, I can be, you know, the, I, I can be working on, um, you know, I, I can work on uh, like my crafting instead or my right. harvesting or, you know, I can put some focus into, you know, you know, making stuff and putting it on the auction house to, to make some money or, you know, there, there's all, all kinds of different things that I can focus on to where, okay, this starts to feel boring. I'm going to take a break from that and go work on this instead and kind of have like a rotation of things that I'm, that I'm going through. Um, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. The dungeons themselves also, granted, I only played one, which was the, the one that we're watching now, Amrine something yeah, i don't Amarine, remember yeah i remember seeing that a lot in the chat amrine <laughs> excavation that's the Someone one help me out with amrine so it was so we we've played a lot of eso over the last two months or so because of new world um amrine by itself was more fun than any of the eso dungeons that we've run together and that's just oh, the first one my heart <laughs> It's, so, it's like, oh man, I mean, that makes me excited, but at the same time, I'm just like, oh, because like, I, I love you so Dungeons, I think. I do too, and that's really, not, really <laughs> that's not a slight against ESO, yeah. it's, you have to remember, New World is, is a very different combat system, because it's much more active, like, ESO, World of Warcraft, things like that, I, I would consider their combat to be more passive, like, okay, you're standing back and you're pushing buttons, you know, essentially. Yeah. You, you get into a rhythm, okay, I need to push this button at this time, this button at that time, etc. Right. Mm -hmm. New World is a lot more reactive, in my opinion. You have to 
you have to be watching so that you're dodging, so that you're uh, blocking at the right times. You have to make sure that you know you're hitting your abilities and stacking them appropriately and swapping between the two builds and and like it's it's constantly um it like it's constantly involved and right. I, I loved that um i also do really like the fact that this video that we're watching did not go all the way to the end boss so you're not going to be able to see that unless you decide to go looking for yourself you know without yeah. it so yeah 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 yeah, which uh, a lot of that stuff too, like, you know, as we said, you do have to kind of like grind up to the point where you can even get into that kind of stuff, but it's not too bad. Like it's story you know, based you too. Go through right. And you go through like a little bit of like a tutorial island at the beginning. Uh you kinda run around at different uh different towns and different well, like sub areas in the area and like So uh, I'm I mean getting stuff getting into the dungeon specifically, what he's doing right now on screen, he's using um, a, a, a spear or a staff that you get that, that's able to break the Azoth uh, seals you, uh. you're you not able to enter the dungeon yourself like you're not able to be the one that hosts the party and, and opens the dungeon until you reach a certain point in the story because you have to collect all of the pieces for the staff you have to to, uh, to unlock certain hey. things with it like, it's, it's a lot more integrated exactly yeah now, that Azoth spear as well, you were talking about the corruption zones earlier, those red areas where yeah. mm -hmm. um, those are similar to the like the Destiny 2 open world events where um, like you've got a boss that's there and you've got to defeat X amount of waves and you know, you've got different things that you have to do. That's based on the, the staff as well, but that's a good way to be able to grind gear and grind levels. I As soon as I unlocked the staff, I started running those and... I started leveling up extremely fast. I went from like level 20 to level 28 in the span of a couple of hours with that. Wow. So there are right. ways to speed level if you decide to really put your focus into it. You know, right. so okay. I think like, so just circling back to the, to the point that you were making about hoping it doesn't get stale. I think there's enough variation there to where it won't unless unless the the different unless you're not able to find more than one aspect of the game that speaks to you mm -hmm. if that makes sense like you need to be able yeah. to enjoy multiple aspects of the game otherwise i, I could see it getting stale right but. and i think one of those aspects that i keep sort of like talking about with people as well is like the more socially based like activities in this game uh it's a huge part of it down to the fact that you know you pick a faction those factions can gain entire territories and then once they gain a territory they can now war against other factions to gain their territories or defend theirs uh there's which, pvp just in the open world anytime if you decide to, ta to turn it on which um, i found out something in that article that is interesting that i didn't know about with that but yeah i'll let you finish i did go ahead and put the pvp like stuff up as well so that we can be watching it as yeah, you're talking about it. Um I think I think that this game I, I think a lot of MMOs are already very much PvP based, especially in endgame. Like almost exclusively in endgame in some respects. Uh this this game does a good job of like sort of, you know, letting you get your feet or whatever, but then you, you instantly like pick a faction, like fairly quickly in getting into it. And 
since that point, like everything has some sort of touch point on your faction. Uh, when you're questing around a, a certain territory, you're helping your faction. Um, and if your faction owns the area, it's helping you back. Um, yeah. And that's really cool to see. I mean, it's giving you, like, you know, uh, cheaper crafting and, like, more storage space, etc. Um, and I, th I find that very, very interesting because there's never really truly been something like this. It's like, you've seen, you know, a lot of games will go into sort of, like, territory-owned uh places in the in the map or even just like you know more like instanced things uh kind of like Cyrodiil and Iso where it's just a small uh part of the overworld that actually like it gets fought in but outside of it your your faction doesn't really mean much um, you know I just had a thought different. yeah the cuz we're talking about how a lot of the stuff it, like there's not been something where the the, the world is so connected Right. I think the closest example that I can think of of how like interacting with other players and how upgrading certain parts of towns and stuff like that honestly reminds me of Death Stranding. Yeah. And how the cooperative aspects of Death Stranding worked. I feel like some of the inspiration was pulled from that. Um, yeah, very well could be. Um, it, it is a lot more cooperative. Like when I and when I say like it's very PvP based, that doesn't necessarily mean like you have to go to war every two seconds and you're constantly fighting. And you know you can turn off PvP mode. Like you can you can just go on your merry way and do like you know crafting and cutting down trees all you want and whatnot. But it still has like it's like it's still the lifeblood of the entire game because like I said, yeah. almost everything comes back to what your faction owns and what you can do for your faction and also like the the different pieces and stuff that you can buy from your faction after leveling that up yeah. um it so it, it does i mean shit we even found out that housing has something to do with like when you get sieged in that area um you can actually like utilize your player housing for that i mean it's like it is very much present and if you don't really care about that kind of stuff i think you're gonna be missing out on essentially like half the game at least I do. as far as i've seen i mean if you really don't care yes you can still play the game just fine it's not a huge deal i mean you can you can still group up with people outside of like other factions and stuff like that like it's it's just more it's more like trying to get you to be social uh you know in chat with your little faction members mm -hmm. and trying to like be a lot more strategic in all of the different pvp modes and uh activities that you have and i find that to be refreshing um because pvp like i said it's always felt like an end game thing you got to get the best gear you got to go into the battlegrounds you got to get all the kills whatever um and it's never it's never felt that like fluid um yeah. and it's never felt that like really all that exciting it's it's always very instant it has absolutely nothing to do with like your overall area like the overworld in general um, it has so, an it has an impact on the the towns as well though too because yeah, you'll see certain towns like even the social aspect of it every town has a, a community um, a, a community board and whichever whichever company which is like is your guilds in this game whichever company owns the the town they get to choose kind of what you're focusing on upgrading in the town so what right. that ends up turning into is some towns may have a more upgraded uh, blacksmith. Some towns may have more upgraded woodworking. Um, some towns may have a better stone mill. So you end up with this situation almost where you have to 
coordinate with other settlements on kind of how you're going to upgrade because it's not designed for every town to be able to upgrade everything. Right. You know, right. it's designed to where you're going to have to be, you know, you're going to have to move around if you want to be able to use different, uh, you know, di different skills. Having if you're going like, to. Yeah, yeah. Which I, I really like. And the yeah, last exactly. thing, too, that I'll that I'll say about the PvP aspect of it, like, we're, we're watching some of the PvP here. It almost reminds me of, like, For Honor or, uh, like, Chivalry yeah. and stuff like that, where it's very much kind of like the... Uh, did you ever see um, the movie Troy? Uh, bits and pieces, long time ago, yeah. Okay, do you remember in the movie, like, there, there was, there's parts in the movie where two of the heroes kind of face off in the middle of the battlefield and everybody kind of clears out around them, kind yeah. of forms a big circle around them, and the two just duke it out? That almost reminds me of the, the PvP in this game. You get two two players that kind of get it locked in battle and everybody else kind of leaves them alone to duke it out amongst yeah. themselves while they just go <laughs> over and do their own thing. And yeah. from, from my own experience too, I can tell you that this is very much skill-based PvP. Just because you're a higher level than somebody does not mean that you will yeah. beat them. I have seen many times, even myself, when I was doing PvP during the beta, I was level 20. I took down a level 45 player just because I outplayed him. I dodged better than he did, I blocked better than he did, and you know, I outplayed him, so I won the fight. Right. Yeah, that's the that's the great part about it, is that you can actually participate as a low level. Yep. Like that's that's unprecedented, you know? It's, yeah. it's not about like getting the craziest like gear or whatever and having to be geared up for it and all prepared and like, you know, going in with your big group or whatever and being all strategic. Like you just kind of like you could just waltz on into a fight. <laughs> Yeah. and start fighting some people you know you can go over to like i think they were just called like towers or something it wasn't like part of the war system it was like yeah that's what we're itself. what we're watching right now the force right, yeah you just you just take over a tower i mean you can just literally casually type in chat hey i want to take this tower who's with me and people are like ah yeah i'll go and then you just all meet up and you all fight the tower and then all the people who own the tower before that come by and they're like oh crap like they're attacking the tower you know yeah now they have down. to rush they have to rush and get there and and start to to and try defend and defend it, it. and it's yeah. so well Casual. done it's like you can do it anytime. I was mm -hmm. in there as a newbie little level 12, just like, you know, pew pewing people from the bushes, like <laughs> helping and out the so far, people, you know. Hopefully I'm not gonna jinx this, but so far, the community that I've that I've played with has not been toxic at, at all about it. Like if you're a yeah. low level player and you beat a higher level player, they're like, Good job, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and so on. Now that's something else. The the last thing that I wanted to mention before we watch the trailer, and I'll let you decide if you if you have time to do that tonight. Oh yeah, um, we're good. We're good. Mm -hmm. But we started a little late, so we're good to keep going. The the last thing with it too is they encourage open world PvP, not by not by okay. They don't try to discourage PvP in the open world by making there be harsh penalties for losing. Instead, what they do is they try to, to encourage PvP by offering you bonus experience for your PvE quests if you go out and do them with PvP enabled. Mm -hmm. So, Which I didn't know that. And I think that that's a yeah. really interesting idea. So it's, it's like very much like World of Warcraft. Um, you have the same sort of system, and I and I will say too that um, I think the closest that I've ever really felt with this sort of like camaraderie and stuff was in World of Warcraft. But there, 
you've had the the age old you know like horde versus alliance and that's yeah. it you know like and you don't really interact with each other other than actually getting into either pvp on the overworld with the flag like you're saying that new world does or you go into like you know the battlegrounds and the the different game modes and stuff like that it, it's like and that's it's kind of the part part of the reason i think that like where warcraft even really took off was like people were really feeling very strongly about the side that they picked it was like their family in a, in a way um but it's it was always still very much like very grand like you never yeah. truly felt like a part of the family even if you were like oh horde forever whatever um you know unless you got into like like guilds and raiding and stuff like that it's like you you really still had to kind of work toward like actually doing anything with that faction but this it's like you pick a faction and then you know you're just you're in it now and yeah. you get the benefits of it you get the drawbacks of it you get to like participate if you choose to, um, which I definitely recommend choosing to, and you do get you do get a fair bit of benefits for actually like in like engaging in it, because um, yep. you know like you said, you get the extra XP for turning the flag on. Um, if you actually help your your territory, you know, keep your territory with your faction, like that's going to give you benefits instead of just taking a back seat and just allowing that to happen without any of your control. Um, they they do a good job of of not punishing you for participating but encouraging you to participate yeah which yeah, is, exactly. is is such a refreshing take on pvp yeah. and, and the fact that it's something that you have to you have to go out into the world and you have to um enable pvp while you're in town so it's not like you can just be out and about and somebody somebody can just come up and gank you, see you. A yellow and you're like uh oh <laughs> yeah it, it's something yeah. like you have to enable it while you're in town and they do a good job of making there be a decent enough buffer zone and a time where like mm -hmm. you're safe in town when you leave town your pvp is enabled but you cannot be attacked for like x amount of time so right. you have to be a certain distance away from town and you have to have been away from town for i think it's like 30 seconds or 60 seconds something like that before it truly becomes right. enabled they, it, so you don't have like the, the border exactly you don't yes. have the border campers you know with yes that. you don't have the people just like waiting for you in the bushes somewhere like yeah if they come across you and you don't have your flag on or they don't have their flag on like they have to go all the way back turn it on and then come back and find you you know like <laughs> like it's it's not just i'm gonna flip this on whenever i feel like go and gank some some poor noob in the forest and then you know it's like you you have options and especially if you do feel like okay i'm a noob i don't want to fight nobody just don't turn it on you know yeah. it's like it's, it's simple as that if you're not feeling confident but as random dad said there are ways to still win even if you uh are like lower level or have you know worse stats or whatever it is um i i think i just think it's like it's it's almost worth the risk just yeah, to even experience it too i mean I, I think it's actually it's fairly fun as well especially if you do find a little like group of your own faction members and you kind of start running around with them it's uh, a ton of fun if, like if you're you in a group creating, running like a around oh it's so bandit fun. group or something like <laughs> it's really neat i think that's something that we're gonna have a lot of fun with when yeah. when the time comes is just getting our company together which we will have an official games guild company uh, so yeah. anybody that is interested, make sure that you comment uh, below. Uh, and, you know, once it's YouTube, say hello in the chat. Join my Gamactica group, all that kind of stuff. You know, make sure that you're a part of that. 
um, because I will be having an official group together so that we can group up and have fun and all that kind of fun stuff. Um, but I mean, that's such a fun experience, you know, being able to be in a group, like that's something I did in the open beta is I wasn't really super focused in grinding with the open beta just because I had already done a lot of that, you know, during the closed beta, Mm -hmm. but I wanted to play around with the social aspect of it. So uh, I was, you know, talking to people in, you know, in the world chat. I was, you know, trying to just like link up with random people and and go questing together and and shit like that. Yeah. Like, hey, I've got I've got quests, you know, here at this farmstead. Does anybody need anything there? Let's go. Let's go together. Let's wipe it out. You know, and it's so much fun just finding a group and doing that. That's one yes. other thing that um it, that that article that we were reviewing earlier called out is that they don't have a matchmaking system yes. as far as like a dungeon finder or, or mm-hmm. anything like that like it's very old school during the closed beta you would go to Amrine and you would see like 15-20 people just hanging out in front you know just yes. yeah. looking, or looking like for I, a group. Like I was saying earlier just in chat like yo can someone help me out with this and people are yeah. like okay I got you I'm coming over it's also really cool and this kind of goes over like you know the whole overworld uh, aspect and the exploration and stuff, but the fact that you you can't even necessarily like just teleport to it either. I mean, Isa, no, wow, you have to it find is, it. Right, you literally have to like go and walk your happy ass over to the dungeon, and then like you know get a group or go with a group. It's not like you get in a group and then you're just like instantly teleported into there. Like you actually had like. And and obviously, I think that goes with the fact that it's all integrated into the quest as well. Like, it all feels very real. You have yeah. a quest that then, you know, gives you the staff, and then that staff leads you to go and walk over to the dungeon, and then you get a, a team. I mean, it's like... And it also, like like you said, like, being social in this game, I, I'm very anti-social yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to... A lot of games, especially, like, MMOs, because usually it's very intimidating, and, you know, you get... There's like a million people talking all at once and you're like, I'm just like a drop in the bucket here and like, I don't know what to do. And it's just like, like trying to actually find any kind of like help or any kind of like camaraderie or just like just general chatting. I've been able to like actually through some of these betas, like even talk to people, meet people, discuss the game, discuss things outside of the game. It's just like, it's just super, it's almost like a big old hangout, you know, where you actually get to like talk to people. You're not just like a drop in the bucket. Like you, you actually can, you know, become a part of it, whether it's through the PVP stuff or it's just hopping into like dungeons with people. It Um, has that old school MMO feel in in my opinion. Like before, because I, when I was playing WoW, there wasn't, a dungeon finder there wasn't a party finder group mm-hmm. like if i wanted to you run had to you had to go there you had to go into i, I played alliance i know people dog on that but i played alliance and you had to go to stormwind you had to go to stormwind and say hey I'm, I'm looking for a group for you know for such and such dungeon you know any, anybody looking and put in you know i'm a dps or i'm a healer or you know whatever and, and try to find a group and this is that that way, and I love it, and I hope that they don't change it. Because, I God, know. it's one of those things that, like, from what I understand, WoW Classic really fucked a lot of that stuff up. They Because they kind of kept some of the creature comforts that people got right. used to and, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. 
this doesn't have any of that hand-holding. I know. And that goes with the, the teleportation aspect as well. I mean, you know, a lot of these MMOs have, like, fairly instant ways to get places. Unleveling um, different ways, I mean... Mm -hmm. You know, you see, wow, you do have to use, like, the little flight paths, but it's generally, like, you know, fairly quick. With something like Issa, you just have way shrines. Uh, in this, there's, like, barely anything. There's Azoth that you can obtain through questing and other actions, but uh, for the most part, like, you know, you will have enough to teleport, but they're not always, like, teleporting right exactly where you want to go. You're still going to have to hoof it a little. Even yeah. the towns... Um, you have to go and run there and, you know, enable the inn to be, like, your main inn before you can even start teleporting there. Uh, you have to, like, discover the towns before that's even, like, possible. It's very much, like, pushing you to actually go and find these places, discover these places, and, like, you know, if you need to, go back to them. Um, and and, that, and in, a, in that way, it very much, like, slows down the sort of, like like you said instant gratification of certain things you know stuff that can be considered quality of life but at the same time i do think it detracts a little bit from the overall experience when you can just zip zap zoop around the map and not even actually see it i mean in this game they're they're literally telling you to like go smell the roses yeah <laughs> you know go touch grass um, <laughs> yeah it, yeah touch touch our, our beautiful non-existent grass yeah um and while playing a lot of these betas a lot of people a lot of people were like where the mouse how do i teleport why no. can't i teleport this is so long do i really have to run there and it's like i'm i've man, very I much gotten into spoiled. the i've very much gotten into the team no mount with this game especially yeah. knowing that that homesteads will give you fast travel there are a lot of fast travel points on the map you just have to fucking find them mm -hmm. um you have to find you know, them first. I mean, that's the exactly. Thing. Yeah. And I'm very, very, very much on Team No Mounts at this point. Unless the map gets Especially... massively bigger. Right. Um, which, I mean, we know it will at some point. But at, even at that point, I'd rather see them have fairies or, you know, whatever. Something lore-friendly that takes you from point A to point B. Right. You know, I, without... I know a lot of people have suggested, like, uh, a sort of system. I guess the, the first thing that comes to mind is, like, the Red Dead 2 system where it's, like, you use little carriages to kind of get around places. But you're, like, literally in, like, the carriages, like, going around. Um, you know, it'd be, like, actually on, like, pathways and stuff. I think that'd be, like, really neat. Obviously, yeah. it'd have to be much faster than walking or else there wouldn't be a point. But, but yeah, I understand Either that. Or that. Even... And I also understand, you know, like, if the map does end up getting bigger, it's a decent size right now. I think they said roughly half the size of ESO's map. Yeah. That is a lot of walking. I mean, don't get me yeah. wrong. It's a lot even... of walking around. But it's kind of worth it at the same time. I would even be okay with them uh, putting in, like, a an auto-travel feature where... If you have PvP mode turned off, it would not work if you have PvP mode turned on. But PvP mode turned off, you could set a destination, and your character just followed the roads to get there. Yeah, and you yeah, and yeah. you I could like you could turn that on, and you could open up your inventory and be working on organizing stuff. Or <laughs> for streamers, you know, you know, be able to throw up a just chatting screen while you're traveling and. And, you know, be able to, to interact with your chat and stuff like that. Like, I think that something like that would be cool. The only problem with that is the, 
the fucking bitches that are in the road, man. I mean, sometimes I'm just auto running around doing exactly what you're saying. True. And then suddenly here's a zombie like on the road. You know? <laughs> like they'd have to they'd have to like almost like move all that or have like a dedicated route or something where they don't have enemies there. But um, but yeah, that was the other part that I forgot. Like the whole reason another reason why they don't have like insta teleporting to some places is because of the PvP. Yep. Like if your tower is under siege or whatever, or even your territory or whatever it is that you're like duking it out, you're duking it out in a prairie somewhere, the fact that like you can't just like insta teleport there is a good thing. Cause then that actually means you gotta like work toward getting there. It's it's realistic. Yep. It's like it's if you like, if you try to teleport, everything, you got to go run over here. If you're if you're near here, maybe go help out. If you're not, well, you can try to find a way down there if it really means something to you. But like you know, you, you basically need a you have to teleport to the, to the nearest town, turn mm -hmm. PvP on, and then travel there. Because yeah. if you try to teleport with PvP turned on, it turns it off. Right. Because right. there are and, some uh, there are some PvP faction quests where it's deliveries where you're supposed to go from this town to this town and deliver a package and survive. Yeah, and that's yeah. you have to to make that trip with PvP turned on. Those give massive XP, by the way. Like yeah, levels it's worth, worth while, of XP. You know? it's like it makes it definitely worthwhile to actually like you know enable that, and it also think I think kind of helps too, like the fact that. You know, unless it's like a, a side organized thing, like a big massive guild decides, okay, we're all just gonna like converge on this point. I mean, you know, it's like it'll make that a little less easy to do, I guess. Yeah. Like just it has running to be pre through an entire area and just killing everyone and everything in sight and taking over shit. I mean, it takes a lot more like determination and especially the fact that when you die, you can't just come back up right there. You have to either yeah. go to a camp that you put down nearby, if you did, or go back to, you know, a, a close by uh, teleport point. You have to like plan ahead. Whatever. Yeah, like exactly. it, even like with the camps and stuff like that, if you know that you're going to be getting into some shit, you know, mm -hmm. that which that was a change that they made during the open beta, by the way, is your camp. You can only teleport like respawn to your camp if it's within 500 feet. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, because so, like, then that would be so cheesy. Like, put it halfway across the map, and now I can just, like, now, yeah, exactly. teleport over there. That Like, that doesn't work. And you can only put down one. You can only have one campsite at a time. Yep. So, so was... it, it's super smart. I, I think they've thought through this sort of aspect of, like, you know, what does overworld PvP look like? Why is this, like, a good enough reason, like, you know, not to have, like, insta-teleporting and stuff? Like, that that could very well be why we haven't really seen anything like a fast travel or like a mount or whatever that could change i think that will have to change if this map gets you know to the size of something like eso or any even any bigger than that like we're talking about world of warcraft having like an entirely other island across the sea i mean you're gonna have to have a way to like get in between those two places fairly quickly and easily so i would not be surprised at all if they had it in the future but I wouldn't be mad. I just think, like, right now, it's perfectly acceptable that we don't have, like, super teleportation and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, you, you can still teleport for convenience, but that convenience is then a limited resource. Uh, I mean, yeah. you get that resource fairly easily, but it's not something just, like, run-of-the-mill, like, money. And it's not free. It does cost something. So it's more like it's here if you really, really, really need it. 
But if you're running low or you just don't feel like spending it or whatever reason, you're you're hoofing it. <laughs> yeah. And that actually works. It it doesn't feel so bad to be hoofing it either. One time I ran like auto ran through like a forest trying to avoid a bunch of shit, trying to make it to some town. And I happened upon a purple item in the woods. Just randomly, it's like this little purple turtle guy. <laughs> and I harvested him and I ended up like selling it on the auction for a decent bit. And I was like, damn, like I would have never found that if I hadn't smelled the roses along the way, you know? <laughs> like it's it's super cool. And uh, you know, and I'm also hoping with the corruption and everything else too, that they have a little bit more in the way of um overworld random events. Yeah. I think that could make it more worthwhile as well. If like you have a chance to actually get into something that you didn't know was going to like exist there, you just happen upon something. The corruption um, definitely really feels like that. the the corruption is a really good way to gear up because so depending on the level of the corruption, I think there was twenty five, thirty five, forty five, and then sixty. I think are the different levels of the corruption mm -hmm. zones. Um, and you have to have like, so you get the staff that I was talking about through questing, you get the level one version of it, which gets you into the first, uh, it gets you into the first expedition and allows you to do the first level tier of corruption zones. Then you have to, to continue questing and get the, the second level one, you know, before you can get the, um, you know, but before you can get into the next expedition and you can do the, um, like the next level corruption zones, you get a lot of really, really good gear from doing those. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's exactly how it should be. I mean, it's, it's, you know, like if you're going to be running around everywhere, at least like give you something to do or something to look at, whether that be crafting, random events, PVP, what have you, you know, it's like, just keep coming up with different, I mean, that's, if I had to say, like, you know, one of the few things I, I hope to see, that that is what one of the things. I, I hope to see more in the way of random events, whether it's corruption or something else. I mean, they could come up with a whole other thing, too. Um, they could, I mean, they, the the opportunities are, like, endless, especially when it, when it comes down to factions and maybe even just saying, like, oh, here's a big, like, uh, uh, a big supply of something <laughs> like something yeah. really good or something like really help your like your faction or help yourself or something and like you you all fight over it as a faction like i don't know just like something little things like that that i think that could be really interesting that i hope that they start looking into because i think that will make it maybe a little bit more palatable to to just have to like walk around everywhere like okay i actually have more of a reason than just I don't have Azoth right now or whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, just it's like maybe not necessarily solving the pain point, but making it a little more worthwhile, I guess. Because right now at the moment, that was probably one of the biggest like complaints that I saw from new players in that open beta. Like, you know, complete noobs that didn't have not even played like any of the betas before. And they're just like, how do I teleport? Wow. <laughs> like, how do forever. Uh, how, how do do? <laughs> how do it's like oh, and i mean I, there were a lot of people who also were like on the side like that we are where they're like hey you know this isn't war warcraft this isn't like a regular old mmo that you've played before like we're, we're not spoiling you here you know yeah. like you have to actually run your happy ass over there <laughs> at least the first time and then after that you know you do some quests you got plenty of azoth you can figure it out it's just 
it's like everyone kind of just expects you to like get handed stuff in the beginning and i think they do a decent job of being like no you actually yeah. have to like work toward that stuff the the staff thing you were talking about you've got to go through quests to do that and that that includes like you know things to do with the corruption and whatnot that that helps you in multiple different ways yeah you're encouraged you like naturally up. through gameplay to get better so that you can then therefore do cooler things, which I, I love. Yeah, yeah um, to actually like participate in all these different things for sure. It's it makes a lot of sense. Um yeah. and uh yeah, I mean I just overall, like I've kind of been telling people, I I don't wanna, you know, really bitch about anything just yet. Because I feel like at this point we've only seen a fraction of the game. Um, and as the release comes up, there could be twice as much. Like we don't know exactly yeah. how much. Uh and I and I don't wanna be like, oh, they should have this and this and this, because you know, th these betas weren't necessarily there to test this, this, and this. You know, like maybe they just wanted to focus on certain things like servers and stuff like that. They didn't want to give you the whole kick of boodle, especially considering some people going to max level already in these like four day betas. And it's yeah. like, could you imagine if you did that every single beta? Like people would be so tired of the game already. So there's no mm -hmm. way we've seen everything, you know? I, I honestly don't think they really needed another another beta. I think they just did it because of the delay. They wanted something to maintain the hype level for launch. Yeah, and I think, like, so. more testing is always a good thing. I, I, oh, I never yeah. think that's ever a waste, you know? Like, being able to test your servers and, like, figure out... Especially with an open beta, There's there had to have been, like, way more people who played that than the, than the closed ones, so... One would think. So I think, I don't yeah, know. it makes sense. So... I think what we'll go ahead and do now, because um, we've had a lot of really good talk, and I, I think I think it's fair to say that we're both super excited for this game. Um, it, it's it's it is the game that got me back into MMOs. I've been playing ESO yeah. for two months now because I've been wanting to play New World, and it's the closest thing that I can get to. Damn it! Um, mm -hmm. Now, don't get me wrong. I love ESO. I've I've truly like come to enjoy the game, but it's not New World, and I want New World. Um, mm -hmm. It, it that like what I'm I'm super pumped for this game. Yeah. Um so I think the last thing that we'll do is I want to watch the trailer together. Uh because I actually have not watched the trailers. I've not watched any oh, okay. of the promotional stuff for the game. And when it came to the questing, like I was mildly paying attention with the questing, but I was skimming through everything because I didn't really want to spoil anything yes, story-wise for yeah, when we're playing exactly. through so like i know some of the beats that happen mechanically but i don't know why they happened um and from what i understand the story is actually pretty damn good mm -hmm. um so i think i think it would be cool for us to watch the trailer and just uh like just super brief after like just if you think the trailer is a fair representation of the game that we've been able to play so far Sounds good. so I'll go ahead and, and get it started on mine. And we'll we'll, we'll talk in two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I will say the cinematics in the trailer are fucking gorgeous. Everything's gorgeous about this it, game. It really is. This is such a good job. Like the whole vibe. We're talking. I wish we weren't supposed to. We can still talk. It's fine. Because, okay. I mean, come to think of it, there's music in here. So when I go to upload it to YouTube, I don't want bad things to happen. But, like, 
so far they've got all the corruption zones. They've got a, there's the PvP. Although that looked like a demon attacking a town. I wonder if that's a later on thing. Doubt See, I part of like the sieging or whatever. I don't know. I, don't know. I I definitely think that was that um, outpost rush. Yeah. Because it's supposed to be very much like an like a MOBA. Like you're supposed to have like little minion guys like going yeah. and attacking shit, and whatever. There's like, the plague. And the plague doctor outfit. The entire fucking reason why I I not entire reason, but the main reason I wanted to go syndicate is so that we could be plague doctors. Right. And so, and also, if the the armor sets and stuff that we're seeing here in the trailer are anything to, like, if that's going to be anything like what the game offers, I'm here for it. Yeah, but, yeah. No, that that was actually a really, there was a really good shot where they all were, like, changing armor or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I think that was a great way for them to show, like, look at all this different armor that you're going to be getting. I'm hoping. I, I hope to God that is something that you're actually either crafting or picking up and not something that is cosmetic, because I will riot if the only cool things in this game are all cosmetic. <laughs> I mean, even if they're cosmetic, as like, long cosmetic, as there's... I mean, like, more like... In the, in the cash shop. Or, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right, like, yeah. as... That's as, what I mostly mean by cosmetic. As long as there are outfits that are really fucking cool that we can earn in-game, or even through Twitch drops and stuff like that, because keep in mind... This is an Amazon game. They've already done two outfits in the Twitch drops. Like, that's mm -hmm. already happened twice now. Um, it's at uh, 44, if you want to look at it again. Um, oh, yeah, let me pull it back up. It's kind of cool, actually, because now, now that I look back at it, it, it looks like there's in the starting sort of gear. Like, it's very, like, you know, muted tones, browns, you know, very And simple. then, bam! <laughs> and then it starts changing and changing. It's like, I think they are trying to show a progression here. Um, yeah, yeah. And almost like a class type system thing too, because I mean, you got like the typical knight person, the typical like bowman. That knight one person. looks badass. Yeah, it looks really good. All of them look really good, and but still like fit with the theme, you know? They do. Like, it's not and crazy. see, <laughs> so yeah, here's the the first one. So the one on the left is obviously your like dex character. Then you've got your magic user, and then you know your knight, and then right. they upgrade. And then I think they upgrade again, don't they? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a, there's oh. a three-point, like, upgrade, yeah. Which is the really, really cool. The mage one looks stupid, but the other two? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that looks good. Yeah, the knight outfits especially. And I also do like that it's kind of got almost like a Dark Souls-esque sort of system mm -hmm. where the, like, heavier the armor that you wear... It, like you're a lot less like light on your feet you, when you yes. dodge it's more of like a slow turtle crawl than like flipping around the whole area um, that does have a, a 100% an impact so. yeah I think that's a really neat touch because oh. it's it's less of like you know oh you're that class you get this armor it's more like okay if you're like trying to be like someone super fast and like pew, 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 like I'm gonna stat I'm gonna shank somebody and then get away from them you can't just be going in with like heavy armor you know you have to actually like it's like it's almost like a role playing that you For have sure. to do. You know, speaking it's like, this is how I want to play. This is how I got to dress. <laughs> speaking of that, and I, I'd be curious to know your take because you would have a more personal opinion on this than I do. But I also don't see and haven't seen any like 
sexualized female armors. Yeah. And that, you know what that I mean? was also part of that sort of Reddit uh, conversation that I was in where they were like, okay, I'm not asking for like booba waifus like running around, but like, you know, they were saying that they, they would prefer if the armor at least like had a different look kind of like when you consider in star wars like the mandalorian armor like the women yeah, kind but... of have like the boob sections and the men have like the flat pectoral sections okay but um, so let's go back to that section there so if you look in the the first one it's mm-hmm. clearly a female presenting yeah. night yeah and if you look at the the third section like that's the the contours and everything on that armor are feminine yeah and i think there is like a certain way that games kind of get around this and i i wasn't paying enough attention in the betas until like i didn't even really get into this conversation even think about it until i'd seen it but like there's a thing in games where like oh they're too lazy to actually make a second version so then they're just going to essentially mold it to the person's like body and it it just looks like the armor got expanded, like it got blown up in a certain you know <laughs> area on your chest. I don't um, know. I and don't. That's bad. That that. Oh, I agree. Lazy, you know. When you this... have like GTA does that a lot, where it's like you have a shirt, but then like because there's boobs there, they just kind of like boop, you know, like expand, yeah, expanded a little bit. <laughs> but okay, so the the side profile is one thing, but even like in gameplay, this looks like an armor like texture or like a a design that was designed for a female character yeah like the way that it moves i really hope it is like i I think that they if if i were to guess they probably did try to make for the two different body types like a more like like actually style it and like create it around the body as opposed to just like there's boob here explode um but i i'm not sure and i I'm also kind of like sort of what I was talking about earlier. I think it makes more sense lore wise to allow everyone to wear everything. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think there should be a necessarily feminine looking armor or outfit or whatever versus another. Like, I think it makes sense to have like a dress versus like pants and shirt, but like aside from that, even and when, and that's the funny part too, is like, you're Googling it now. I actually did Google it after that entire conversation. Nate I, even had a conversation about it. And can how... I just say, I hate, I wish that they would change the name of the game. Like, I understand it's supposed to kind of basically be off of, you know, finding the new world and stuff like that. Yeah. But I, I'm so tired of trying to find things for this game and it pulling up stuff about the new world order and like shit like that. Oh Ugh. God. Oh God. Oh man, either that or like I don't know, like it's a little close to perfect world too. It's like we don't need more world. But anyway, I I understand. Oh yeah, this is this is the armor I that you were talking about from the first drops, wasn't it? The gold one. Um, the golden yeah. rage. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That looks cool. Which as is fuck. like it looks crazy. <laughs> it looks cool as fuck. Like I said, it's like the craziest looking shit I've seen so far. You know, outside of like some of these trailers and stuff, but. I will just say, as a woman, I don't really care. I don't care if they have, like, booba armor or not. Like, I'm just not that kind of gal where I'm like, I really want to show off my curves and stuff. But I also understand if people do. If people want to be a little bit more feminine looking. Um, especially considering, like, you know, they were saying how they're in a, you know, in a town. 
and everyone looks like the exact same because you all kind of have the same armor and whatnot. And there's just not a lot of accentuation of features, so you can't even really tell that you are... Yeah. Like, you know, what, we, what we'll call the female body. Again, they make it very androgynous. They don't straight up say that's, like, the female. But, you know, you get the gist. Like, people are trying to be female. And yeah. they, they can't, if that makes I, sense. I, I understand both sides of it. I, I kind of lean more towards... I, I want there to be what I would consider to be realistic armor. Not mm. the... Here, you have a Princess Leia bra. This is heavy armor for you. It's going <laughs> to yeah, protect yeah, yeah. everything. You know, like, I, yeah, I no. don't... Oh, God, no. That's one thing that I absolutely loved about um, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Is, a, a, like, every outfit, every armor set for Aloy made sense. And there wasn't anything that was sexualized. They could right. have, but they didn't. Yeah. Like, and, and yeah. so... Like I, I have a daughter. I want her to grow up and have games where she can look at and be and like have strong female role models where she doesn't have to worry about that kind of shit. You know, like I want mm -hmm. that. And, and I, I think hope... that that is almost like the whole reason why they would be giving you know the female body types like the same kind of clothes or whatever because they're literally mm -hmm. saying anyone can wear this. You know, like it doesn't have to be any particular person or whatever. Like you want to wear plate mail. You just put it on, you know, like, and you might, in you also think about it realistically. If someone actually had like plate mail, let's say like we went back in time and we found like the plate mail from medieval times or something. It's like, you know, are you really going to like have like a whole like cupping thing for your boobs? Or is it just going to be a literal plate over your body? I mean, I think they're going for a, a very like simple muted sort of like fashion and it, it, it looks historically accurate. It makes sense. Even um, this, I mean, so like th these are some of the like the the different mm -hmm. sets. Now, there's not a male yeah. versus female comparison up, but so these right, are. I don't think like you know it, that's the thing is like you really it, there's no comparison for some of them. You know, they just look the exact same. But even this, like, this is like uh, I've worn this set on a male character in the game, and uh -huh. it looks different. Yeah. Like it yeah. clearly like it has more of like the male physique. You yeah. know, if that makes sense. Whereas this one is clearly like I don't think it's a situation where they just modeled it around like they just painted the the skin on the female right. model. You know, <laughs> yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. it looks like a different set, which that gives me some hope. But I'm also um, I'm I'm also like hella glad that we can't all wear the same sets. Like yeah. e even if they do like slightly tweak it to like fit the body shapes or whatever better, like the fact that you I mean, and I can both wear like the same armor and it's gonna look essentially the same mm -hmm. is like cool to me. Personally. And like because like I feel this like right I, here. I've always been separated. You know, like I've always been like this is the female and you, know, you see all yeah. the skin and the slits and you know it's like and then this is the male and everyone's all like beefy and have all these plates and stuff it's like you know i i just i want to be able to wear the same armor and look the yeah. same as you in a way you know shit I, I, they, they should buck the curve and have all light armor be fucking bikinis and stuff like that for <laughs> both sexes come on do it yeah. <laughs> well, like I said, you can put on a dress. Like, you can do and wear, like, whatever you want. Mm -hmm. And you can have women with, like, beards and stuff. Like, it's whatever. I, I think it's going for an androgynous look just across the board. And I'm okay that's, with that. 
that, that's know? definitely something that they got from cyberpunk or not necessarily they got from cyberpunk but it that like one of the funniest damn things in that game was was dressing my like super masculine looking up looking dude in a corpo dress and yeah. ugg boots and having him go around <laughs> yeah i mean just like literally just like let people do whatever the hell they want you know like you shouldn't have to be wearing dresses like as a female body type or whatever you know what i mean it's like and I'm, I'm fine with curves showing and stuff like that i'm even fine with like things like cleavage and stuff yeah there's um, nothing but wrong yeah, with it just it. should not be any different really i in my mind i just but, like the, the only reason i brought it up is like i said i i have a daughter who's not i mean granted she's only she'll be seven this year but like she's not interested in any of that kind of stuff but like she's very much a tomboy and i want her to grow up having video game characters that she can look at that are strong characters like aloy and and whatnot not that this is necessarily a game that you know would be for that but like i i just thought it was interesting you know seeing that in this game so but otherwise i think that about wraps it up for for tonight um is definitely good talk I'm, i'm so looking forward to this game right and it's like oh my god like we're almost like a week out like so close (laughs) 10 days 10 days see See? 10 days 10 days until the world oh Oh. my gosh i've been waiting forever and like we said at the beginning of the uh the podcast as well we're gonna be hitting that up on uh the that wednesday the 29th like i've already talked to all day (laughs) yeah i've already talked to megan i should be able to jump on with you pretty much right as soon as you get on and and we can run it for as long as we want um, it's gonna be well, great we're gonna be having guilds and like you can like join there's so many like twitch integrations and stuff too that i'm super excited about yes you can show that you're live in the game like what so cool so <laughs> damn so cool. I, i'm hoping that they actually have it working because it was not working properly for me in the beta um yeah but... i don't think it was actually on in the beta <laughs> i saw it working for like aqua and really you know, some I of the bigger it. name streamers I don't think so it ever worked for me but i was like oh whatever it's a beta it, <laughs> it may have also just been something that they enabled on an account basis to you know mm-hmm. try to kind of hype it up but right. I, i'm right. sure it's something that will be more widely adopted later so um oh, in the yeah, meantime what uh what kind of stuff do you have coming up between now and then i know we play again uh either eso or maybe hunt um i I don't know we'll see if maybe goose wants to jump on for some hunt but uh uh, i know we play again next wednesday but otherwise what else do you have coming up uh mostly just you know same old same old and uh in smite uh i'm i'm almost like gotten first mastered every single god at this point and then after oh, wow. that i have to decide like what do i want to do now because that's been kind of like my goal this whole time is to get at least first mastery so i could say i played everybody um but uh after that it's like maybe i go into ranked or maybe i just start focusing on diamonding or you know whatever um yeah. but yeah aside from that you know like casually in our off time we've been playing demon souls we just got done with like i guess the first run of it like beating the game and then you get into like new game plus and then you keep going and doing different things so we might play a little bit of that but i don't yeah, know just, it is you know, demon souls a game is demon souls a game that has multiple endings i don't remember i don't think so because it was kind of like a thing where you had to beat all the bosses to get to like the end one and then you kill that and then 
you're like okay. done because <laughs> there are but there's a whole bunch of different things you can do in between and like different world tendencies like yeah. if you die as a human you decrease the world tendency into like blackness and that changes the world so there's a lot of different things you can do in the worlds themselves that make it like very replayable um and it's it's been really good by the way so if anyone does have a ps5 and likes those sorts of games i highly recommend it it looks gorgeous and it's actually so far i think one of my favorite uh dark souls like games um it's you really, should really uh fun. you should have him do bloodborne next on the ps5 like i i finally finished bloodborne about a year ago and i immediately went back into new game plus and and beat it again um yeah. it, it's it, now bloodborne is a game that has three different endings so you have to play oh, it gotcha, gotcha. well okay you play a decent bit of it when it came out but it's been so long well do We're it on the ps5 because you get a... more uh, more of a stable frame rate now because oh, yeah, that was yeah, a game yeah. that had a lot of a lot of performance issues it would drop down into 15 20 fps in some of the boss fights so gotcha. my understanding is it's been enhanced not enhanced but the like uh top hat gamer uh played it that was the first game that he played on ps5 or gotcha. when he got it okay. the, fir or yeah, the first because we, we do still have it um so i was gonna say if you don't i'll send it to you actually yeah we were actually thinking of also stepping into like dark souls 3 because we never actually tried that either we've tried all of them up until this point except for dark souls 3 so that if was also kind of up, what we were considering. We're like in a new world. We're in a, a, a Dark Souls kick at the moment. <laughs> do you guys happen to have that for PC? Uh, Dark Souls, or yeah, Dark Souls 3? Yeah. No, not yet anyway. Okay, if you guys get it on PC, I have it. Um, and I know that that's a game that's got pretty decent multiplayer. So we oh, okay. might be able to jump into that together if you end up enjoying it. And... Mm-hmm having some fun yeah we'll see uh because i i kind of told him too i was like man new world's coming up so we gotta like beat this game <laughs> like, before new world comes out because <laughs> i'm is he sure gonna be playing it playing a lot of that yeah i'm pretty sure um he's been kind of like you know off and on with mmos it's his favorite genre but he's been burned so many times by so many different games that he's kind of just like eh, i don't know yet but i i think we'll probably both end up getting it launch day and uh be playing that together i'll probably have like you know my own separate little character I play that's with him. my plan for sure uh, hopefully he's like it would be cool for if he wanted to to jump on and have a character like in our guild and stuff because obviously it's a game that he wouldn't have to be in voice to play with us if he wanted to yeah, yeah. like he could just know, be we'll on his see. computer and, and do shit i'm trying to convince megan to do the same thing so yeah <laughs> he's, I, yeah i don't know he he just does his own thing especially when he gets involved with a game like demon souls even he he plays it like when i'm streaming he plays it like whenever he can <laughs> he gets so into it that he just like wants to like bang it out by himself <laughs> it's like hey that sounds oh. dirty <laughs> <laughs> well, hey maybe that too i don't know i'm not watching um, him but <laughs> and super. on that note did it did it did shit man but i'm super excited and i think you know once we get to the next podcast we'll have a lot to say <laughs> yes well because we will have well, well okay so at that point, we'll we'll have had a couple of days with it at launch um yeah we we might do another new world like debrief on that yeah, one we'll see like a short thing you know like maybe just a little tidbit thing or something i know but, like, for the next yeah. podcast i want to talk through some of the some of the eft changes that are coming um mm -hmm. because yeah. 
yeah, there's some there's some really cool shit there too. So, but we'll we'll figure that out on our own time. Um, in the meantime, if you guys want to watch some Smite, make sure that you go hang out with Rebs tonight as well. I'm going to be switching over to Eastward. Uh, it's a new game. If you guys haven't heard of it, uh, it's Chucklefish published it. So same same guys that published Stardew Valley, and it's amazing from what I've heard. And I, I've heard the music from it, and it's fantastic, and I want to play it. So I'm switching over to that here in just a little bit. But if that doesn't interest you, go make sure you check out Rebs and watch some Smite tonight. So That sounds awesome. You'll definitely yes. have to let us know how you like it. I will. I think I'm going to be... It's beautiful. It looks like it's going to be... It's supposedly... How long to beat? It says it's between 6 and 10 hours of, okay. like, main story. So I'm what I may end up doing is just chopping it up and putting it up on YouTube. Um, we'll, yeah, we'll that see sounds good. how I feel with it. So, awesome. in the meantime, though, thank you for hanging out. We'll talk again soon. Of course. Soon. <laughs> Bye, guys. Have a good stream.